0: Hey, welcome back to the show. We're really glad you're joining us today. Just wanted to start ourselves off with a bit of a retraction. I'm not a journalist, but I did get a degree in journalism. So I guess I owe it to you, the listener, to correct false information. Uh, we spent a good amount of time talking about Yasiel Puig signing with the Braves on this episode. Um, well, we recorded this the night before news broke that he tested positive for COVID-19 and was back to free agency. So yeah, that's probably not the only thing we weren't 100% accurate on. But this is a podcast. Go read a newspaper if you want real news. But if you want some delicious sports takes and a few laughs mixed in there, well, you've come to the right place. This is Let Them Eat Takes.
1: Hey everyone and welcome to Let the Meat Takes the Sports Podcast for the Outrage Era. My name is Jonathan and I'm here with Scotty and Justin. Hey. We're recording Hello. Thursday evening, 10:45 Eastern cuz we're we're committed and we make it work regardless of people's schedules. We put the team on our back. We put the team on our back. Um, a lot of sports stuff going on constantly. A lot of threat of sports not going on when you check the the Twitterverse. Um, However, there is a lot of – teams are making moves. Teams are changing names, and teams are making moves. Um, And the teams that are changing names
2: are making moves on all the female employees. So just throwing that
0: out there. I mean, that probably was a a present reality before that, but because there's nothing – there's no – actual sports going on in sports we have to like you know find something to talk about i mean it's a multi-billion dollar media industry this point
1: so right 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 you are well we are exactly a week away i believe from uh maybe not exactly maybe six days away from major league baseball is that for real starting yeah i think opening day at least for the atlanta braves is in a week because they announced the opening day started today I can't say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm glad we have it. I am. You kidding me? I am. I, I, I'll tell you what I'm – I'll tell you I'm pretty much done watching Atlanta United play for a little bit. <laughs>
2: Woo! Bring on the
1: Braves. Um, hey, the Braves. Quick,
2: quick soccer question. Um, yeah. Is it good if you try and kick the ball, but then you miss the ball and fall over?
1: No. That usually okay. results in a turnover or um, an embarrassing – Jif on Reddit, or both. What if the weird old man pulls
0: uh, a red card out of his little fanny pack? Is that a problem?
1: That is that, a problem, especially.
2: you don't want any more meat from the all-you-can-meat.
1: Right. Yes. I thought and that was the Brazilian Steakhouse. And rule this was. morning, Jake Mulraney did not want any more meat served at his table. And he demanded that red card, and they gave it to him.
2: Yeah, he's like, uh, check, please, and I do mm-hmm.
1: I hope he got his money's worth. I hope so as well. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I honestly haven't really. I don't know how many games left we have in the group stage of this little MLS is back tournament. We might be officially out of it, or like still on life support because it's just not a lot of teams. I haven't really looked into it. I don't really put much stock into it. But well, how about them barbs? How about them barbs? And the re- okay, I should clarify the reason I put that much stock into it is because. Like, we lost our best player in Joseph Martinez. We have a ton of new players. We've played all of, like, three games before going on this massive break, and now we're, like, coming back to play in this weird tournament with no fans, and we have a 9 a.m. kickoff. It's just, like, how many weird things do you need for things to not go your way? And then we don't play well, and everyone wants to, like, fire the coach and light everything on fire. I'm like, guys, can we have a little – perspective it's a little i feel like that's a to step little bit. Up with the times though to fire oh, everybody yeah. and light
0: things on fire
1: yeah so definitely light things on fire because we're not kicking ass like we used to well at uh, least we still have the atl united
0: uh puppy whatever it's spike uh, sure. yeah yeah he's very cute
2: and and at least uh atlanta united is the only atlanta franchise that people are really upset about and yelling about right now right
0: <laughs> it was bound to happen people when they won that uh the mls cup their second year it's like finally an atl team that doesn't disappoint us oh you just wait they will eventually
1: <laughs> just some, you would wait. Say, some would say they already have um but anyway moving on so speaking of baseball um there's a player several years ago big deal was he a big deal last year i don't know
2: no no,
1: nope. I don't think he's been a big deal. Yeah, he's a big Puig. deal for his
2: first season
1: and a half. Yeah, big big deal first season and a half. I think he batted like 400 or flirted with 400, something like that, but then did not end up batting a lot. He's not, he's like a career 270 hitter. Anyway, he was signed by the Braves. Um, some people love the signing, some people are kind of like, well, I don't know about this guy. You probably make an argument either way. Jeff Schultz does. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because he posts his article on it. Of course, Jeff Schultz now writes for the athletic and he posts his article on it and, uh, on Twitter. And I got a kick out of everyone replying to his tweet of his article asking, what's the risk, Jeff, <laughs> tell us more, Jeff. And he kept commenting, it in the article, read the article, look at my article. Which is hilarious because it's behind a paywall. (laughs) So it's like, do you want to hear what I have to say? Pay me money, please.
0: (laughs) I mean, I remember when the paywall to read Jeff Schultz at the AJC was just like an incognito browser. And it's it's not like, it's not terrible. It's not like, you know, it's just kind of meh. I was kind of surprised when he got picked up by The Athletic because they typically go for, like, really, you know, cutting-edge riders. People are pretty witty. I don't know. I feel like the answer to what's the risk with the ACL Puig is probably not, you know, I don't know. It's probably not worth the $9.99 a month
1: to the athletic. <laughs> oh, man. I just thought it was funny that he kept telling people to go, in the column. He was like, what's the risk, Jeff? In the column. <laughs> <laughs> anyway something else that like so so when i see something incredibly ridiculous i i immediately message it to um justin mostly for him to laugh at um but also to kind of create a little bank of dumb stuff to talk about um this one was sent like weeks ago um i'm not sure what FanDuel does are they like a betting
2: yeah they're like daily sports betting sports betting yeah, yeah. It's
1: fantasy sports betting they have social media and it's not like, I mean, it, they got a decent following anyway. Cam Newton posted something on his Instagram and then FanDuel picked it up and like reposted it. And I'm not sure why it's written in this funky font, but it's written and looks like Egyptian hieroglyphics, <laughs> but it's like every weird symbol you can use. um So many the actual marks. Yeah, it's like, instead of the A, I will use the A with an umlaut on it. Instead of the O, I will use the zero symbol. It's like he's... I don't know. Anyway, the quote can is... Can you read
0: about it? Can you read it with the correct pronunciation according to all set accent marks? I really
1: don't think I can, because I don't <laughs> even know what some of these sounds are. What does the Y with two lines through it mean? It's yen, I think, right?
2: That's Japanese... appropriate Japanese-y.
1: because it's the, for the, the Y in money. Um, but he says, this is... <laughs> he says... This is not about money for me. It's about respect, which I, I'm i not going to lie. That made me laugh for a while because it's pretty much accepted that he 100% was paid to play for Auburn. <laughs> I was about to say,
0: did they give him all the respect that he lost from throwing a stolen 2006 MacBook from a Florida <laughs> dorm window? <laughs>
2: Like I of, I'm, I'm sure the police report said you know uh laptop valued at one thousand respect units you know right <laughs> i mean we were
0: we were dumb enough at the time to think that auburn was the only one uh you know slipping money to players it turns out they were the only ones dumb enough to get caught at the time because i'm pretty sure he was getting slipped El- enough money at florida to at least buy his own laptop computer now i don't we don't i don't know if he stole it or not that's just what the I mean said.
2: <laughs> that's just what was legally <laughs> determined.
1: Right. <laughs> Didn't he try to scratch his name off the back that he wrote on or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he
2: like wrote his name on it.
1: But yeah. he used probably the same like symbol,
0: so I don't know why he was worried about that. Who is K'an and Das Um
1: Wait, do you think he
2: wears all those hats as part of a disguise? It's possible.
1: <laughs> mm. so I, maybe surely. I have new respect for
2: some of those hats and scarves. He's surely, just, he's on the lamb.
1: They surely will respect him more the bigger the hat is. Uh, my favorite reply to this Instagram post is uh, this one dude. He said, You got to earn respect. Diving for a fumble would be a good start. <laughs> 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 Oof. Oof,
0: man. All right. Oh. Speaking of respect, I think uh, Mike Tyson
1: had something to say. Mike Tyson about, uh... demands respect simply because if you don't give it to him, I'm afraid it'll just kill you or eat you. Not sure what order. He might eat one of your appendages.
2: Yeah,
1: might eat something with no. Start with in a it. little
2: appetizer, you know, a little mm. cartilage-based appetizer, a little nibble.
1: Mm. so I don't, I don't even know who. There's like an UnderstandingRelationships.com. I guess he's a life coach. He got a hold of Mike <laughs> Tyson. This Mike Tyson quote. I don't know. But it showed up on my, on my, Twitter, on my Twitter sphere. Um, and this is what I like to call a hot... This is a hot take, y'all. This is a hot take by Mike Tyson. Now, I know Mike Tyson's got all sorts of allegations swirling around him about, you know, sexual battery rape. So I'm not trying to make light of any of that. I feel like, though, to be a boxer, there's like an 85% chance that's, you know, in your past or in your present. Um, uh, but he, he said, social media... Made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. <laughs> that's a uh,
2: that's a y'all ain't want that heat take.
1: It's true. People will say whatever they want. Behind that is their some r- life coaching, man. Yeah, this <laughs> life coach is for real. He's not messing around. I mean, most life coaches
0: tell me like, "Hey, it's not your fault." They, uh, they basically just give you uh, the whole goodwill hunting spiel. Meanwhile, Mike Tyson's out telling people, hey, if you share your opinion, you might get punched in the face. In fact, <laughs> you might deserve to be punched in the face. In fact, I might just punch you in the face for you.
1: I will punch you in the face for you. That's why Mike Tyson. Uh, so uh,
2: on the topic of not wanting that heat, uh, we had our annual We Want Bama tweet. Uh, and it's from a wide receiver at USC, uh, um, Amon Ross St. Brown. And after the Pac-12, I guess, announced that they weren't doing out-of-conference games, he said, ooh, how I wanted Bama. And, like, let's be real, <laughs> y'all ain't want Bama. And this is exactly what Mike Tyson's talking about because you would have right. literally got punched in the mouth. And now that you're on the other side of the country and y'all can't see each other, now you want em.
1: You ain't USC ain't been at that level for quite some time, right? No, it's been
2: fifteen years. Whenever Reggie Bush was playing there, yeah, probably, f- yeah. fifteen years.
1: Oof, yeah, that was, uh, that was fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah, gosh, every time you've seen it on college game day every week, it doesn't matter where they go, if it's Iowa State or North Dakota State, you know they're gonna. There's always gonna be that sign that says, "We won Bama."
2: yeah and, and now it's mostly in jest right like you'll right. see it now at like you know i don't know app state versus georgia state or something like that and they would be like yeah we're winning the, you know what are they in the sunbelt i don't even know whatever
1: yeah uh,
2: send all your hate mail to if it's not the p5 it's not real.com oh uh. got him <laughs> But yeah, so usually it's like a little school that would would never ever have a chance against Bama, and they're like, yeah, we want Bama. It's like a fun little thing. But
0: uh, golly, yeah. I don't I don't get what's going on with USC. I guess maybe they think once they uh, bring Urban Meyer out of retirement, their return to greatness is imminent. But I remember there if like a few weeks ago, Colin Cowherd listed him as top four college football programs in the country. when i see this guy
2: i don't know they didn't his his top everything list always has to have an la something in it right right? like if he did a top five cities that aren't la la would be five he would squeeze (laughs) it in there (laughs) it's just gonna happen
0: here's here's why it's not actually la even though it's in los angeles (laughs) that's like scarily too accurate All you have to do is open your eyes really wide and tell yourself that you cannot be wrong. Your opinion is the most important in the room and you might, you'd be surprised how close you can pull off a Colin Cowherd impression.
2: So there's our uh, insider trading Colin Cowherd tips. Oh my gosh. One of our other favorite uh, always confident uh, personalities, Skip Bayless had a I can't believe I'm reading this take (laughs) where NBA talked about what kind of messages they would have on jerseys, et cetera, right? And uh, LeBron said that he wanted to have his own message, not necessarily one of like the pre-packaged, pre-approved ones, right? And, And Skip Bayless said, good for LeBron. As soon as this list of approved messages became public, you know, players deserve more freedom to choose individualized messages. LeBron feels the same way. Wishes he have more input? So I read that and I was literally shocked. Fell out of my chair. Skip Bayless started something with "good for LeBron," which was just unheard of, right? Absolutely insane. He just his whole career right now is just pretending like LeBron's not good at basketball, right? Um, and of course like the next day he was tweeting about how LeBron is a sellout for not wearing one of the jerseys with a message right. on the back or something. It's a complete 180, like the next day. Right. I don't know. I guess his agent, you know, got on the phone with him. It's like, skip, this is literally your only stick. You gotta, you gotta go with it. We got nothing else. And so,
1: yeah. The, the, his agent was probably like, Hey, they're doing like a rating sweep or something. So get people to tune in. You get, we need to hit that number. He's like, uh, okay. And he bangs out that tweet. LeBron yeah. is bad at basketball. Like, ah, oh,
0: I'm gonna tune in. Or he's not a good leader. That was the take I was expecting. This is his, this proves LeBron James is not a leader. The fact that he wouldn't stand up to the MBA.
2: No, it just proves he doesn't have the heart of a champion or <laughs> the clutch gene. I did. You know.
1: I did find great pleasure though that one day on Twitter when everyone was typing in messages into the NBA store. And you couldn't type in free Hong hon- <laughs> <laughs> It's like where is the NBA to hide now? Oh, <laughs> uh, I Ugh. laugh so hard at that crap.
0: Well, here's a here's a little Pete. I got a little uh, hasty take. Dig up real fast. Nothing crazy. Um, I don't know how much uh, Ben Watson tied in for the New Orleans Saints. Is that who he plays for now? Do he still play for the Saints? Uh.
1: Thought so. I'm he looking at the Patriots quick. for a
0: while. Oh, he's retired, but he was—I think his last stint was with the Patriots. Wait, no, wait. No, he was with the
2: Saints last, I believe. Okay,
0: so he was with the Saints last. He's now retired. Um, I included this tweet, which comes from Justin Forsett's picture of him uh, standing next to uh, Benjamin Watson. I guess before or after a game. Saying, I'm just waiting for the day when this guy says he's running for president. And I include that because, you know, obviously there's been a lot of weird uh, nominations for presidential bids, not just in the last four years, but in the last four weeks. You know, Kanye West throwing his name in the hat. And
2: And then taking it out and then then putting it back in.
0: Right, but like, is he in the hat? Is he out of the I hat? heard, I heard he spent thirty five thousand dollars doing the paying, like the licensing or the fee. So or, like nothing, right? Nothing for Kanye. <laughs> anyway, I include this because I think it seems kind of crazy that you know a football player would ever run for president. I think we're, not uh, anymore. <laughs> not, yeah, like the bar has been lowered. But you know, I don't really hate this because, and I this, just to get a little anecdotal, I seen ben watson speak at events before he uh came to uga several years ago to talk on a be the keynote speaker of an event that was sitting around racial reconciliation uh i think he's got a lot of good things to say also you know he is as some people in the uh comments below said he has some very conservative uh views on social issues but i think he uh if you're talking about like what does what is like a you know what is the future of like conservative politics? I don't know. I think, I think Ben Watson is somebody that, uh, that part of the political spectrum should pay attention to because he is, you know, he does hold a lot of their values, but he's also very sensitive to issues on race and justice. And I don't know. He's kind of the, he has a very valuable voice. So that's the only reason why I put it in there. Basically, I, I wouldn't be against voting for Ben Watson. I don't know if I should say that on the show, but
2: yeah. I mean, I get this point for the upcoming election. If he was the third candidate, he would be the only candidate that can speak in clear, coherent sentences and put together <laughs> rational thought. So, right, he's got he, that going for him.
0: He yeah. can remember what he ate for breakfast and that's he a, doesn't need stimulants just in to the be plus, awake. That's in the plus 10 hours, for him, sure. Right. So, yeah, Ben Watson for president. I'm down for it. Let me ask
1: you this would you vote for ears for president? <laughs> no. That's a hard pass. Tommy Tubbs did win a senate seat, though. Oh no, wait—he didn't win the senate. He sentence. won a he's primary.
0: Won the he won the primaries on the ticket. I'm but he's—he won the primary, the Republican primary in one of the reddest states in the U.S.
2: Yeah, it'd be a very big upset for him to not actually win from here on out. I think. But I mean, I don't know. This isn't a politics podcast, so I'm not going to give opinions on if he'll win or not.
0: Oh, Scott, I hope it'll bait you. I'm not going to give an opinion on whether or not, you know, obviously I don't live in Alabama. I don't really know. Um, usually when you hear about Alabama politics in the news, it's not good. Um, but is not that true for just any like, you know, rural state in the, in the country. I don't know. It's, there's been a lot of interesting discussion around uh, Tommy Tubbs or uh, future Senator click clacks said, uh, excuse me, bid for the Senate seat. Uh, there was an interesting story that broke a few weeks ago that he, some journalist named Ryan Gerdusky went digging around at uh, all the places where Tommy Tuberville might have possibly been registered to vote uh, mostly Indiana and Florida and Alabama and found that he hasn't vote, voted in any of those places. They, uh, Indiana actually took away his voter registration because he hadn't showed up in a poll in so long that went around Uh, because it's funny, I love that
2: out of my elected officials,
0: right? (laughs) He hasn't something he uh, Tommy Tubbs has told people he voted for Donald Trump in 2016, but Ryan Gerdusky saying that might not be possible because he might have not voted where he was registered to vote. He's moved around a lot, you know, he's probably been registered a lot of different places, probably hard, it's probably not true. Um, he was also registered to vote in Kentucky during that time because he was uh. He was a head football coach at Cincinnati. So it's funny to think about. Not a, not a good look. But uh, what really is funny is how uh, the Alabama Democrat Twitter feed just exploded the day that his nomination was sealed. And he somehow beat Jeff Sessions. Uh, Jason Isbell kind of got it started. Jason Isbell, a great country musician. Uh, kind of a feel like he's probably the black sheep of the industry for being someone who's kind of outspokenly liberal to his politics. I don't know if that, that seems weird for country music. I could be wrong. He says, uh, Alabama fans, now is your chance for revenge. Mm-hmm. Which to me Which, is funny.
2: And is pretty tame and mild compared to where the Alabama <laughs> Democrats' Twitter took things, right?
0: Right. So. I'll read off a couple of tweets. Here's I picked out three that I thought were really good. I don't know why he's uh, telling Alabama fans to get their revenge against Tommy Tuberville because I don't know if they want it. This came. This is one of the first tweets that Alabama Dems sent out. They said he lost his last iron bowl, thirty six to zero. Collects millions of dollars in pension money from hardworking Alabamians and built investors based on their trust in his investment advice. Tubbs, Doug's going to run away th- or run through you like Fred Talley at an 11 a.m.
1: Jefferson Pilot game. It, it's the
2: Fred Talley and the 11 a.m. JP Sports game. Oh, man. That's they just. Know, they, know who
1: they know who their yeah. constituents are.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, There's they're an, they're another one. They get worse,
0: I think. Uh, Tommy Tuberville said he'd leave Ole Miss in a pine box. I guess, yeah, he was the head head coach at uh, Ole Miss. Days later, he left for Auburn. Never told his players goodbye. Hmm. Where have I heard that one before? All right, it was Bobby Petrino. (laughs) At Auburn, he had a wandering eye every year. At Texas Tech, he ditched the recruit during dinner (laughs) to leave for Cincinnati. Wonder who he's lying to now. Yes. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, he was on the recruiting trail for Texas Tech and got a job offer from Cincinnati, which I don't know why he would ditch that kid over dinner. And that seems like a pretty lateral move. Maybe even a step
1: down. I would say step down. Yeah. I uh, think during dinner. I've never heard that before. <laughs> didn't his
2: mom tell him to clean his plate? I mean, come on tubs.
1: <laughs> Click,
0: clack, eat your food.
1: Eat. I see them yeah. zipper
0: piece, Tom. My I know asshole. you can,
1: I know you can hear me with them ears.
0: <laughs> oh, this one's, oh gosh, this one's brutal. You want to hear it?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a go tweet from it.
0: Alabama Democrats. Senator Jones got justice for four little girls murdered during church by the Klan. That's, first of all, the fact that it goes on, that's still happening because I'm assuming they're talking about Doug Jones, his uh, Democratic opponent. That's terrible. Here's what they, they go th- Go from there uh, Tommy Tuberville thought a one game suspension was enough when one of his players raped a little girl. Which one cares more about your daughter's future? Yikes. Whew. I don't know if I can keep it. Yeah, I think I, I think we have to step away from that one. That was, yeah.
1: You're, you're taking us to a dark place with all those politics. Yeah. Anyway, Senator Click Clack, he
0: might be the future of Alabama. Uh, we don't really have an opinion on that. It's kind of funny, though. We'll probably make fun of him, win or lose. So, also, uh,
1: I should clarify. I'm not going to pretend that... Tommy Toro is the only SEC coach to give a one-game suspension to someone suspected of sexual assault or rape. I feel like that the list is very long. As is tradition. Or I can say SEC school. I'll say Power 5 school.
0: Yeah, it's um, – I mean, I think – yeah, if you want to talk about coaches uh, enabling players, no. I feel like the
1: history of that probably starts at the U. But – I was about to say, I do not want to talk about that. but you're the you they were too busy they were too busy getting high on cocaine
0: really i can't wait for the uh documentary had had, had tracks to
2: be cutting man they were busy they
1: were busy. to get this album out before next semester i need to get the album out before we play notre dame golly Uh,
0: i can't wait for the uh documentary about the 2008 florida football squad whenever that inevitably comes out
2: what would you call that documentary?
1: I don't know. Tebow should have prayed more. But <laughs> okay. we figure it
2: out? Just yell it, and we'll just splice it back in. St.
0: Tebow's Angels.
1: Tebow's Angels. More Tebow's enough.
0: Angels.
2: <laughs>
0: the Dirty Eleven. I don't know. Oh,
2: gosh. T- touched by a back Tebow?
1: <laughs> All right. We what? need to get back on track. This is...
0: We're going to stay in college football though, because we have some updates on uh, college football's war on COVID 19. Um, today, or I think it was today or yesterday, Power Five schools, because remember, we don't care about group of five. You guys do whatever you want. Go play T ball this year. I don't care. Uh, they agreed to some COVID 19 safety measures and they're pretty uh, strict. Some might say draconian. I would say they're probably reasonable for where we are right now with this uh, virus, but from the looks of things, it looks like whatever season we're gonna get is gonna be a complete crapshoot because so many teams are probably going. You know, I just I have strong doubts that because they're gonna test all of these players, you know, within seventy-two hours of every game. Maybe, maybe, maybe.
2: Allegedly.
0: Is there some flexibility I should know about?
2: No, I just there's nobody that enforces these rules, right? It's the NCAA is like, Oh, these are the rules and everybody's like, cool, we do what we want.
0: You don't think Lane Kiffin's gonna put his foot down on COVID?
2: Well, if it's Lane <laughs> Kiffin's starting quarterback that might be asymptomatic and they're about to play Mississippi State, you tell me.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, right. would, a, would a coach who doesn't want to get fired and lose their $6 million salary possibly delay a test by one day? This is the, the question to ask, right? Mm.
1: So, an aside real quick, uh, I imagine part of these rules require regular testing. Um, Orlando has been hosting a bunch of sporting leagues I think they're going to do the NBA and MLS is already there. MLS reports zero positives out of fourteen hundred COVID nineteen tests administered at the hotel over the last two days. So that's, oh, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. So it is possible to do.
2: So I will say, there. I'm sure they have. They've probably taken all those tests. Um, if they're reporting it like baseball, then you may have noticed Major League Baseball. They tested a bunch of players. And they said, we tested X number of players, and we have two positive reported cases. But yeah, they only had like 50 tests that had come back, and the other 1,000 were still pending, right? Right. So uh, yeah, if you look at the wording, they're like, we tested thousands of people, and we only have we have zero positive reports. And it's like, okay, you didn't say everybody was negative. That's uh, very Scott. carefully worded.
0: Scott, you have uh, enlightened uh, my naive ears because I was under the assumption that all these schools were going to follow these rules to the letter of the law. <laughs> <sighs> Who am I kidding? This is college football. We got to make that money.
2: And, and honestly, yeah, like for the most part, they're probably going to follow the rules because they have to follow the rules if they want to keep the money train going. And they want to play those games, right? but you're going to have like a few stories that like 1% of times where you're like, Oh, our backup quarterback is injured. Am I really going to test the starting quarterback? He seems fine. You know, (laughs) stuff like that. In in my opinion.
0: Right. I mean, it's a good thing that, uh, I was just thinking, just saw this week that JT Daniels got immediate eligibility to play for Georgia. I thought that's great. You know, if Jamie Newman gets COVID-19 or if he's just, you know, having a bad week, we can always put JT in there. And if JT Daniels has COVID-19, we can always put in, you know, next guy up Carson Beck, Dwan Mathis. I don't know. You yeah, once, get you're
2: four- on your, once you're on like your third or fourth string guy, your season's probably not going where you wanted it to,
0: but. Probably not. Cause half the team probably has it and whatever. So I feel like it's going to be a total crapshoot this year with like, cause there's no way they're going to keep all these kids healthy. You know, they're going to have to be on college campus and they're going to be kids and we shouldn't, you know, ask them to be anything more than college students because that's technically all they are until they get paid. Um, Yeah. yeah. You're going
2: to have some, you know, upsets that happen. You always have some upsets that happen when a team is a little banged up or not full strength or whatever. And, it's going to be worse now when you're like, oh, look at that. We got four receivers that were all hanging out together and they're all sick. Right and now we have like true freshmen and walk-ons are the only receivers. Yay. Right.
0: I wouldn't be shocked if I saw a team like Iowa state in the playoffs this year or even better, a PAC 12 school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's more likely?
0: I don't know. I want FanDuel to do an over and under on that. Iowa state. Pac-12 school. Have at it. I did see Oakley made a cool mouth shield to combat coronavirus. Um yeah. I will
2: say the players have all just ripped on that.
0: What's the word?
2: They said this thing will fog up in five seconds and everybody will be running around blind.
0: See, that doesn't seem like a problem to me because last week we learned that if any of these players can remember their grandkids' names, they just didn't play <laughs> the game right. And this is just going to help them play the game right.
2: There you go. <laughs> who needs vision? Get rid of that.
0: Oh yeah. My gosh.
1: Oh, we got to talk about Darren Rovell. I was waiting. What? I was so and waiting for Who,
2: this. pray tell, is that? I don't know.
1: Is he it must be... or Roval? I don't know.
0: I don't know I think he he doesn't was, deserve
2: time spent on pronunciation I think he's one of
0: those quitter or excuse me one of those Twitter inquisitioners like Dan Wilkin. I wish he was a quitter
2: uh, <laughs> At, They were all quitters for like four hours earlier this week, and it was glorious. Oh man he you know it is
0: it's kind of crazy you know the college football season has kind of been used as a political chip in the South to get people to wear masks. It's just where we're at, you know, don't judge. But uh <laughs> Darren Rovell brought up a map of all the southeastern states and brought up all the coronavirus uh statistics, including uh quite plainly the number of deaths that have happened in the last couple of weeks. And his comment on it was how's that football season coming along, guys? Mm. And I mm. don't think he got the reaction he was hoping for. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, uh, he got super dunked on after that. Like, Vince Carter on French Dudes dunked on, right? <laughs> and he thought he was throwing an alley-oop to Vince Carter. He didn't realize he was on the wrong team, and he's about to get teabagged. Because <laughs> uh, all the dudes dunking on him were dudes that, you know, if you got on there and started ripping Brian Kemp, like, they're they're on the other end of that alley-oop all over
1: it, right? Right. Um, They're they're there for that.
2: Yeah. But, you know, I guess since Darren Rovell is, I don't know, according to Spencer Hall, he uh, might be a robot that was (laughs) left uh, a court low on the oil of humanity. End quote. (laughs) That
1: is Um, the best burn I've ever heard. He is in the business of sports betting, which seems very on brand for this for what he posted. Oh, no wonder
0: he likes over and under on COVID deaths. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Oh,
2: he'd
1: tell, he'd gosh. Probably took
2: the over. He's got money on it. That's so messed up.
0: I know, we shouldn't joke about it, but we just had to... Uh, he's already been lit on fire by Andy Staples and Spencer Hall and many others, but I felt like we just had to call him out. What did Andy Staples say? He said... He's funny, what? usually. Said he... Uh, Answering to the question, how's your football season looking, guys? Andy Staples replied, about like everyone else's, but glad you feel superior to an entire region of the country. (laughs) But you know what they say, when you can get a football-related zinger on Twitter and where the punchline is a number of hospitalizations and deaths, you just have to do it. Yeah, it's an
2: age-old adage right there, right? (sighs) Look, it doesn't
0: matter if people are dying, if you're going to get them retweets, if you're going to get that social media clap, just gotta do it or that betting money i'm uh sick and tired of how divisive the whole COVID 19 thing has been i mean i live in georgia john i you live can, in georgia it's, you can
1: you can thank the media for making it divisive it is it is uh we, can, a, we can
2: cut all media takes probably right it's a do <laughs> so we can just cut all takes on uh everything Ugh, politics
0: people are just at each other's throats this whole thing and like more than that we just need to you know be on the same team so if you're tired of arguing about masks whether or not you should wear them you know whether or not football season is going to happen well I've got good news for you because we have a take that's going to unite us back together in these troubling times when the bonds we all share are threatened to be torn asunder by the quick takes the hot takes the medium rare takes And the takes that are doomed to be deleted on Twitter tomorrow. We need a sports take to bring us back together. Now more than ever. These are the takes that unite us. All right. So today's take that unites us. This is actually going to be a rhythm of takes, if you will. This, uh, but first it's going to be start off with Barstool. Kind of a funny place to start with takes that unite us. But uh, they did. A survey. I don't know how they collected their data on which state. If it's Barstow, U- I can tell you it was incredibly scientific. <laughs> Dave Portnoy did not just cold call some people in the White Page. Say, hey, who do you hate the most?
1: He didn't just ask patrons of the pizza stores that he frequents. <laughs> right, for
0: right. His pizza reviews. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, he they come out with this neat little map, and it tells you which state in the U.S. hates. Uh, or it tells you... Gosh, every state's I... least favorite state. This right, okay. Called. So it's a multicolored, technicolor dream map of the United States. with All these colors that coordinate to a state that is most hated within this other state. And uh, it all checks out. Like California hates
1: Texas. Uh, every Texas state.
2: hates Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Yeah, every state that borders California and then the states that border those states... Hate yeah, California. the, the western
2: <laughs> the western third of the U.S. that's not California. They all, hate is California. they all hate it. Is California? I think Colorado, hey, Utah, Arizona. You, you know, a big part of why though, because people leave California where houses are expensive, and they go buy retirement homes and these other places, and it makes everything expensive for everybody that already lives there.
0: Plus, you can drive your eight cylinder uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee to your nearest Costco and buy six gallons of mayonnaise. You can't do that in california can you i tell you what other state you wouldn't be hate. able to
2: park that car it wouldn't fit anywhere in a parking lot
0: oh definitely not in the bay area no. unless they'd probably just shun you out you know what other states uh is hated by every other state that borders it what florida and yeah. do you know do you know what state florida hates the most according to florida
2: Florida. It's Florida. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that tracks. This is why this is a take that ignites us because Florida has kind of been, I don't know, the punchline of every joke in the United States the last four years. You know, and at was, least
2: two seasons worth of a good place.
0: Right. <laughs> Great show. But uh, now it is, it is a unifying belief and take because florida says yes we hate ourselves
2: too it's all good floridians
1: in the comments <laughs> of this post are like i'm a floridian can't confirm <laughs> <laughs> i moved to
0: florida thinking it was going to be good around the you know the orange trees and the sunshine 10 days moved in freaking alligator makes itself home <laughs> in my swim pool i just some, some shirtless guy came and fished him out without me even asking him
2: that's a service with a smile. That's the Florida way. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so staying in Florida, if we can, another a take that unites us. the The second stanza of our our song here, if you will, comes from I don't know some guy named Tom, but uh, he reports on Major League Baseball and he was talking to Logan Morrison, asking him about playing with no fans in the stands. Logan Morrison's response. Um, <clears throat> Logan
1: Morrison is a first baseman uh, for Major League Baseball, by the way. Yes, that is right. correct. He plays for the Phillies. I believe. Yes. Well, I think he's on a minor league contract right now with the Brewers. Aww. Yeah. And we're about to cover some of his past teams, though, so
2: just hold on. Uh, his response to playing with no fans in the stands, quote, for me, it's not going to be that difficult. I played for the Rays and the Marlins. Oh, and oh was
1: so good. Oh, it just mm, all, the, oh, all the whole parts of my being oh, are warmed. Oh, that's tasty. So warmed oh. By that. What a duck oh. that is. I think he came up through the Marlins, didn't he?
2: That's yeah. hilarious.
1: I think he did come up through the Marlins uh, organization. Ugh. Which is a hell of a thing to do is to right to like throw them under the bus when they're the ones to give you a shot at the bigs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes me more sad than watching
0: a f- Florida, or excuse me, Miami Marlins home game because they designed that state. first of all, they gave them a terrible color scheme to go off of. Secondly, that stadium looks like a terrible postcard, like the ugliest postcard you could find for the state of Florida. And, like, they have they have giveaways and, like, little mini games for fans, but they're all terrible, and it's always like, we got this, you know, we got the Primitive Baptist Kids Choir to come onto the field,
1: sing the national anthem, and we're giving each of their parents a free car wash.
2: <laughs> like, come on. It's,
1: it's interesting that baseball can't stick in Miami or do as well because there's so many, like, Cubans, Venezuelans, Caribbean people who have moved there. And they love baseball. Like, baseball is their favorite sport. And yet, here we are with the
2: Marlins finishing super dead last in attendance last year, averaging 10,000 a game. Uh, Just to really put that in perspective, right? They were really that's like, dead last? I don't know. Yeah, they were super dead last. The Rays were second to last with, like, 14,000.
1: Oh, man.
2: But uh, – 10,000, I mean, they're just getting dwarfed by like high school football games. Right. That's like a, that's like a, a Texas, you know,
0: quadruple, quintuple A team. Or that's, that's a Georgia
1: Tech football game. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Couldn't resist. Ooh. Couldn't resist going back to Georgia Tech.
1: Sorry, guys. Somebody posted a picture of like, an, like a very empty Miami Marlins game and said Miami Marlins before Corona and also during. <laughs> before during and uh, after sounds like they're ready maybe that. Maybe this is
0: the season they've been preparing for their entire franchise history I feel united
1: we'll thank find for, out thank you for cleansing my palate there was way too much politics I know
2: but at the end of the day no matter who you do vote for or don't vote for at all if you're Tommy Tuberville we can if all agree because I'm not voting for any of these people Nobody's going to go to a Marlins game no matter what happens.
1: Nope. <laughs> hey, it'll be socially distant. It'll be completely safe. I can tell you one thing. The Miami Marlins fan base know how to socially distance. Right. And they're not going to
0: scream very loud, so you don't have to worry about droplets going everywhere. They're,
2: gonna be- they're, they're not going to follow the official guidelines of Japan where they said, scream inside your soul.
1: <laughs> scream inside <laughs> your soul, which is very – oh, man. That, is, that's a that very sounds deep. very
0: uh, – never mind. I'm not going to say that. It's. It sounds like it's
1: right out of an anime,
0: doesn't it? Right. It really. sounds very
2: Japanese. It sounds like. Oh uh, gosh, I don't want to get into yeah. it. So, and uh, it's also the best and most accurate advice we've had on this entire thing. So,
0: scream! I want shoulder. to scream within my soul right now. Mm-hmm. It has been the take Moving away from politics, do you guys want to talk about? Uh, professional teams that are going to be changing their names soon no well i feel like that's about to be made political too but so is everything but let's go ahead i mean that's pretty much all we've had to talk about on this podcast since we started because there's nothing going on actually sports related sports but there's plenty of politics and you know other
2: fun things i i I have a non-official point to bring up with regards to the NFL team that plays in Washington and whatever their future name may or may not be. They have a longtime fan who lives in Northern Virginia, who is a lawyer. And this <laughs> guy decided years ago, five, six years ago, it would be funny to go ahead and, you know, put some trademarks on different possible names that Washington might change their football team to. And Are you serious? He did yes. This for real? Yes. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Washington announced they're going to change their name. They haven't yet. After they announced really? they're going to change it, it went quiet because they started looking at what names they could change it to, and this one dude in Virginia owns, like, all of them, right. all the possible <laughs> names, like, legitimate possible-sounding ones, like, absurd-sounding ones. He's got them all locked down.
1: This guy is my hero. This Okay, so, Scott, I don't know if Scott remembers this, but when Twitter was first coming out, that horrible day that Twitter was invented, um, I jumped on it right away. And so I was one of the first people on it. And I got the username J dunk, very short, no numbers, no weird, anything J D U N C. And I remember telling, I don't know if I've probably told Scott, but I, I know I told somebody else. like, I just am waiting for some rapper or pop artist or something to come up with the name J dunk and need to purchase my social media handle from me. And I will gladly sell it. This guy is my hero. <laughs> we should, John, we talked about that and we should have
2: just made like all kinds of Twitter accounts with just, you know, like once with Kanye's name on it and whoever's name on it. Anybody that didn't get on day one.
0: I'm looking at the list of all the uh, names he's trademarked. Would you like me to go down and give me just your visceral reaction to each one? Uh, number one, Washington Red Wolves. Eh. Arkansas State has it. Uh, Washington Tribe. Uh, There's
2: no way they change it to that,
0: no. right? That, that'll <laughs> just get canceled next year, right? <laughs> that doesn't solve anything. All right, next one, Washington Red Tails. Huh? I think uh, this one's been the
2: most popular. Uh, it's a bird, right? Maybe
0: no, it's a it's a reference to the Tuskegee Airmen, which was a uh, squadron of fighter planes. Well, were I'm they the Red Tails? It. Is that right? Yeah, they were the they were the uh, the black.
2: Uh, so I know who the Tuskegee World War II. Airmen are, but yeah, I know I knew they who they were. Were they the Red Tails? I guess I can't. Remember. I guess that I, most it, recent movie was called the Red Tails, right? I um, just only watched the older one a bunch when I was little. I never saw the newer one, right? So they
0: got the Washington monuments, blech. Uh-huh. Also controversial right now. Washington veterans, <laughs> eh. lame. Washington renegades, gridiron football. Ugh. What? I don't think that one has enough syllables.
2: That one had to be a joke.
0: Yeah. This next one also uh is not starred for syllables. Washington Braves professional football team. No. Eh. Not gonna uh, happen. Washington Red Tails again because he wanted to make sure he bought it twice. Is there like is this like an alternate spelling? Let me see.
2: He's like hyphenated it.
0: No, it's okay. uh same yeah. spelling. Uh, Washington Freedom Fighters. Are you kidding? Okay, so Red Tails is looking really good. These other ones are really mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, if you look up the uh, the mock jerseys people put up, they actually look kind of cool because they have like plain decals on them. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's you can dope. do some cool stuff with that for sure. <sighs> Let's see here. Washington War Hogs. Yes,
1: that's what I want. What about Washington War Pigs? War Pig. Mm. <laughs> I would totally root for the War Hogs. That's awesome. Yeah, Washington.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never it's mind. Washington it's, it's, it's... Ra- <laughs> the Washington Radskins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those skins are rad, dog. R A D S K I S K I S K I N S. Radskins.
2: Uh, Washington Red-Tailed Hawks. Like, is is, is Radskins what they're going to do if they're, like, trying to save money on, like, how many what letters they have to change? The... They're just, like, peel off that one letter, just paint Take right over it. See, look, Nike, we
0: changed it. <laughs> all was forgiven.
1: It sounds, that name sounds like it was submitted by, like, a stoner. It's like, how about the Radskins, man? The Radskins. Uh, if they could uh,
0: replace the uh, Indian Chief logo on the side of the helmet with maybe like a Beavis or a Butthead logo and be called the Redskins. It'd be like the Marijuana Leaf. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Redtail Hawks. Meh. Too many yeah. syllables again. Washington, Potomics.
2: That oh, one just sucks. Yeah.
0: Potomacs. Potomacs. Potomacs.
1: yeah. it. I don't know. Okay, so Redtail's is looking really good.
0: Yeah, that one seems to be the uh, most obvious. I know uh, Pat McAfee thinks it should be called something like the DC football club or whatever, you know, maybe go away from traditional football. But I think it's probably going to be interesting.
1: Read. What about the Washington lawsuits? Oh, see, that one's going to have staying power.
2: Exactly. Always <laughs> relevant. What about
1: the Washington narcissists? I think probably hits too close to home. Loads
2: you to know, pressure. they definitely. Dan Snyder got in trouble for some like rackets at some point, right? Didn't he have like a parking lot scam or something?
1: Uh, I think, I'm sure he would pray for a parking yeah. lot scam right now. Yeah, Washington, you know, parking scams, just right. right?
2: Time honored tradition.
1: Uh, um, so this guy is my hero. God, this is so great.
0: Right? He uh, apparently, I was reading this article. He apparently plans to uh, set up. A flag football league with all of these team names being present just so he could legitimize his nice. trademark. Yeah, it's a commitment. I'm impressed. I'm a I'm a hero. I'm a fan too. I hope he gets a nice seven figure, maybe eight figure payment from the Redskins. Because look, good work shouldn't go unnoticed and it shouldn't go unpaid for.
2: And it also shouldn't go unparodied.
0: Mm, no speaking of parody i don't pay attention to the onion that much anymore but they do these articles every once in a while where they give fake takes from the street and i thought there were a couple good ones uh this one came these are all just made up people this one came from eric ferris social progress has to be worth at least 10 grand just 10 grand i like this one uh at the bottom of the most, this comes from a uh, chap Delorme. He is a fictional shrub arsonist. It's a great I, job I, I just hope he covered his bases by registering a few names that were more racist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. You never know which way they're going to go with this one, right? right? We're all making an assumption here. Right. So
0: I'm excited to see what they do. Oh, I hope this guy, I hope, gosh, I can't, I'm sure there's got to be a name that this guy didn't think about that might actually be worth exploring, but I can't for the life of me think. Well,
2: there will be stuff like the generals. Um, After know, finding
1: out the, the connection between Red Tails and the Tuskegee Airmen, that was pretty cool. No, yeah, that one's a serious, legitimate
2: option that could definitely work. But if they find another one they think works and they don't have to pay a million dollars for the rights,
1: you know. Um, do you think Cleveland Indians will change their name? Yes. Do you think the Atlanta Braves will change their name? Mm,
2: I don't think the Braves will change their name anytime soon. I think they will distance themselves from the Tomahawk portion of the logo and they'll say that's enough.
1: Yeah, that's probably probably smart. Yeah. I just I think- don't
0: I guess I'm different. Yeah. I, I liked this. Uh, there, was, there was one Indiana, or excuse me, excuse me. There was one. Nice. Cle- I know. I, the, the, the Rust Belt just melts together in my mind. There is one uh, Cleveland baseball writer whose opinion I thought was like, I don't know, it was amusing to me. He says, I don't like the name change, but I
1: do understand it. I mean, I feel like that's going to be, I mean, that's how. I mean, I won't... Okay, so that's reasonable, and I get that. And I probably would respond that way when Cleveland changed their names. It's like, I mean, I didn't really care, but sure, I get it. They already uh, did away with uh, Chief Wahoo,
0: which, you know... eh. That was that, that was kind of racist.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> the caricature of the uh, Indian chief, you know. Well, and the rich. Braves used to have a similar caricature. That they got right. rid, they got they got rid of him a long time ago. I think Ted yeah, Turner Chief
2: Chief Nakahoma got eliminated like I don't know in the 70s or something yeah, or early like 70s. 70s. I
0: think yeah. Ted Turner did away with it when he bought the team cuz you know Ted Turner he's he's an eccentric man but he really likes uh you know if you haven't been to his chain of steakhouse restaurants you really should cuz they're great ted's montana grill yeah i think he has sort of an affinity for like the native american culture and i think he may have even recognized how that was maybe offensive
1: the only thing that and this isn't me being a homer the only thing about the braves name to me um even though it's 100 percent pulls from native american heritage is it's, it's it'd be like like a brave was someone to be respected right you know it's not like they're they're not poking fun of and Native Americans, they're like being. They're like, hey, a brave was like a really great warrior, right? And a think- defender.
2: And yeah, I think that's part of why the Braves one it gets yeah. less fire and less attack behind it you can't because, say the because same there's thing
1: about redskin or, anything, you
2: know, yeah, you definitely can't say the same thing about redskins because that's just actually a slur. Yeah. And then Indians is a half step down because it's, you know, more of a label, even if it's technically historically incorrect label. It was right. a very common one. Uh, obviously the caricature part of it is uh, uh was not bueno and is gone thankfully. Um yeah and then the Braves one gets into a little murkier territory. Um, so Right. And you know, the
0: Chief the Chiefs are kind of in the same boat too because I think Braves and Chiefs, those are, you know, those are types of, you know, Native American warriors. I think that it was probably chosen because there is this period in American history where we did kind of romanticize sort of the Native American culture. You know, these were noble warriors defending their homeland from us. So, but... That, yeah, there's,
2: there's still reasons to, to move away from both of those as well. It's right. just uh, maybe not as clear cut, but...
0: So... We'll probably, I guess the, they'll probably, they always say, they're like, we've been talking to these Native American nations, you know, out and, you know, we've been talking to these nation leaders on the reservations and, you know, we we're constant uh, contact about, you know, what's, you know, honoring to them and blah, blah, blah. I don't know how much that actually takes place. You know, you I think- just do what
1: Florida State does and just give them a, a boatload of money.
2: Yeah. That's part of why the uh, Florida State uh, Tomahawk chant is officially approved by the local indigenous right. people, Native American. People, every tribe. now and
1: again, you'll see somebody, you'll see some people kind of start getting up in arms in protest and protesting like, ah, they shouldn't be called the Seminoles. And the Seminole nation's like, will you please shut up? We have so much money <laughs> <laughs> and we like money. <laughs> Would you shut your mouth. <laughs> Do you realize how much money we're making? <laughs> Do not ruin this for us. you going to give me some money? you going to pay for my bills? Then shut up. Uh, Well, I think that's a good note to end on,
0: you know. Uh, John, you got it. John Scott, you guys got any parting thoughts for our our listeners?
2: No. Now's the time to run away.
1: (laughs) Run away. Run away. I
0: I think he's, I believe he's referencing Monty Python.
1: Yes.
2: But also, we're supposed to be talking about some sports. Uh, (sighs) But there's no sports going on except for terrible Atlanta United football. Scott, I'm so sorry that we just dragged
0: you into a a sports show that's actually just a politics show in disguise. Mm. I mean, we're doing our best, but maybe when with some actual real-life baseball but with no fans, i.e. a normal baseball game in Miami or Tampa Bay, maybe we'll have some good stuff to talk about.
2: Yeah. I can't wait for all the hot takes when we pay Puig like $3 million a year. He hits 270, 265 with 25 home runs well, prorated and is like, you know, above average, no big deal, doesn't hurt the team, and everybody's over here, you know, firing up the old Jeff Schultz takes. So, <laughs> that's going to ruin the team. He's going to poison Acuna's soul. I, I mean, also, seriously, don't let Acuna hang out with him, maybe. I don't know. We don't want him uh-huh. to follow. <laughs> but him. also,
1: for real, don't let that dude hang out with him.
2: Yeah, like – Stay away. And not because I think Puig is some, like, terrible person or something. I just don't want Acuna's, like, mentor figure in baseball to be like, hey, man, all you got to do is hit 300, like, one time, and then you could just hit 260 for the rest of your life, and it's cool. Because I would like for him to be better than that. I don't want him to follow uh, Puig's career path.
0: Maybe he can be like our, uh, I'm not saying he's like um, Dennis Rodden. Maybe he can be our Dennis Rodden, where he's like this great utility player who does a very specific thing really, really well. And yeah, he's got, you know, antics, but like we've got, we can
2: figure out how to manage it. I don't know. Yeah, he'll be fine. It won't be a big deal. Go barves. Go, Go barves. barves.
0: That's my that is my recommendation if the Braves ever change their name. Just become the Barves. Own it.
2: Oh, that would be so great. They it would try- make so much money off of like the initial merchandising surge. Well there are, you know that
0: uh I don't remember why that uh, trended on Twitter years ago, but it did because I think some I think the Braves misspelled it on their own Twitter account. But people started making Barbs shirts, and they were selling hotcakes in Atlanta. Yeah, it but got a, shut down. Right, the Braves trademark was like,
1: eh. but hey, they really shut that thing down.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, real fast. Mm-hmm. It was making too much money. People were buying Barbs shirts. Nobody was buying Braves shirts.
1: I saw. I can't I'm trying to find it right now, right before we end. But somebody had picked Acuna to be the the NL MVP of this weird season they're about to embark on, which.
2: The so. MVP voting stuff can be weird, right? Because you just have to have like a 50, 60 game hot streak. And I think about how some numbers look after like 60 games for a lot of people, right? Like right. you might have somebody just with monster numbers that's like an okay player, but they just had a hot streak.
1: Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for tuning in to Let The Meat Takes. We bid you a fond farewell. Au revoir. Wear a mask.
2: I want sports.
1: Wear Wear your dang mask. It's not that hard. Jeez. It's just a good
0: idea. If you don't like it, I don't care what you like. They make them with your favorite sports teams. Go on Amazon, spend $8. Alternatively, you could just stay in your house, and then you don't have to wear masks. That is the only way you can watch
2: baseball
1: anyway,
0: as it stands right now.
1: So, And if you're a Rays or Marlins fan, you're going to wear a paper bag <laughs> over your head anyway. So just put a mask on there. From home, a paper bag from home. A paper like home. Like, you are not going anyway. As is tradition. As you don't want good. nobody watch, looking in the window seeing you watching that Marlins game. You don't want them to know. <laughs> Somebody walks in and they quickly change that. What are you doing? I'm watching a cooking show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
1: watching C-SPAN. C-SPAN. That's what I'm watching.
2: <laughs> All right,
1: that's enough. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> See you.
0: Thank you again for listening. If you like the show, make sure you give us a review on iTunes and uh, yeah, tell your friends about us too. Uh, also, if you want to give us your take or tell us why ours were stupid, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Let Them Eat Takes and on Twitter at Eat Takes Pod. See you next time.